Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fit Bet Pod. My name is Ben Lomas, and with me as always, a man who I love to share the yeah, lockdown with, the one and only Duro Joe Singer. Ring-a-ding-ding, you are listening to me wanking. <laughs> we have a wonderful, wonderful guest, ladies and gentlemen. I hope people get that reference, otherwise that's a really weird way for me to start. Uh, from the Phone Hacks podcast, one of the country's finest stand-up comedians, please welcome Mike Goldstein. Yeah. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here with the, the Wayne Kings. The, uh, yeah. were, and, uh... Thank you, man. Thanks so much for doing it. feels like this is a long, long time coming. We've talked about having you on. I think we've even sizzled you at previous episodes at some point. Also, we've tried to book you. Where, where oh, did you? Where then you come back and go, yeah, I'll do your podcast if you do mine. And we don't want to do yours. So. <laughs> yeah. For those of you, for, for our listeners who don't know about your pod, it's pro, well, give us a quick rundown. Uh, so Nick Capper and I swap phones and the, with whatever guests we get on. You guys have both done it. Go back and check out mm-hmm. those episodes, uh, any of your listeners, and uh, swap phones. And you kind of go through draft tweets, camera roll notes, or search history, depending what a spinning wheel lands on. And then we'd send something usually pretty pretty fucked out on each other's yeah. socials at the end of an episode. Yeah. yeah. You've really broken and the you've both Facebook. Done it. And you, <laughs> no one trusts anything anymore. It's nah, perfect. Nah. Uh Ben Ben's one in particular, yeah. his hack was do my one was painful, but it the mine was basically I had to post on Facebook saying, um as things have been tough since I've lost weight and won a Logie, like the, or something like life was a bit easier when I was a fat, uh, unsuccessful comedian or something like that. And it was so sincere. It was the worst humble brag. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I think what heard heard about it the most was it is kind of the type of message I'd put out there. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> the type of message you'd yeah. put out. <laughs> um, People just bought it completely. They're like, oh, yeah, Dill's, Dill's yeah, posting, yeah, whatever. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and Ben, yours was a bit more painful, I suppose, because it actually links back to this podcast itself. Well, yeah, mine was more painful purely because the, the, the options that Mike gave me were absolutely brutal because it was either, one, my kids call me masturbating. Not going to put that in oh, any platform. Out. What right? the fuck? Yeah, but again, on, on brand, totally on brand. Yeah, But then that cracked me up. I, I generally thought about it. I was like, I get away. I was like, no, this is going to be on the internet forever. And clearly this man hasn't had children yet. So no, fuck him. And then the second one was, um, <laughs> the second one was, uh, yeah, me going, oh, I'm back on the source uh, drinking a beer. But if I look back at that photo, when we took that photo, it uh, I look I look quite cheeky because I'm like, this just doesn't feel right. But then it does at the same time have a glint in my eye where I'm like, yeah, I'm back, people. I am back. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. I think the caption was, it's good to be back or something like that. Or something yeah. Like that. And then, and then yeah. I got messages going, oh, <laughs> yeah. you're back on it. Great. Let's catch up. Like, that was the most painful thing. A couple of old friends caught up and go, let's go, let's catch up. And I was like, oh, where were you for the last couple of years? And then it was a joke. <laughs> and I was like, haven't heard from them again. <laughs> Mike, what Dude, are people, people are excited to have fun low mass back. You know, <laughs> they didn't want fucking. You can still have fun with tea. You can still have fun with tea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what were some, what were, what are your top two or three worst ones, Mike? that uh, has been done to you on the pod because you'd have plenty obviously at this point how many episodes have you done for starters 
over 100? Oh, we're up to 100, 120 yeah. or something. So it's at this point, we're just numb to anything that goes yeah. out on socials. Like nothing means anything anymore. And uh, we, we've ruled family out because we targeted them too much early on. Uh-huh. Um, Capper, as a Jewish man, Capper made me send a message to my mom asking if I could have my foreskin back. <laughs> That was uh, that was brutal. Uh, that's one way. That's one way to put on weight. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then you know he's gone through some. Sh- he's he's asked cousins out on dates, and oh. you know this was before before the show even started. So yeah. I just made him do it again. You, yeah. You, so it's uh, I like I I just like the ones where my favorite ones is when you comment on like old friends and it's usually females photos of like eight yeah. years ago. And that is by far <laughs> the most enjoyable because quite often you don't hear a response. Just just picturing them going, yeah. look at this creep. I'll tell you what, like and he's he's a comedian. Like having it like the idea of that woman having a conversation with her husband going, why is he like this? Like he's a comedian. They're all a bit freaky. <laughs> <laughs> I just oh, I really yeah. like that. Well if it's a, like a beach photo from two thousand twelve. Yeah. You know, everyone's unsettled. No one feels comfortable <laughs> with it. It's it. All you have to do is a like. Uh, you don't even have to comment. It's you know? so good because yeah. you know it comes up in their feed, and they're like, "What's this? What's this?" <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, that's the thing. Well, we're doing it over Zoom now, as obviously we all are, and um, it's it's way more guest friendly, like because the guest has the phone on them, and then we just float ideas for shit to put out on socials. But man, more often than not, it's just the fun is floating the ideas, and then people yeah. shoot it down yeah. or whatever. So um, it yeah, is, I look it forward is. to having Dill. Back yeah, I'll be on and love ask you as well. Coming episodes in maybe a couple of weeks, but um, but it is uh, it is quite yeah. interesting how much uh, once the pod started getting traction, that it kind of people picked up on uh, on the social media hacks early on. Uh, no, sorry, later on. Yeah. Whereas early on, when people didn't know this was happening, it was quite brutal. Yeah. Um, to see it go down, like <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of some of the earlier ones, like. Uh, there was some genuinely things that I'm even scared to bring up on this pod because I just remember feeling so horrible when I found out that yeah. it wasn't real. <laughs> yeah, well, well, the I think the first one was Capper had me tweet, she left. Oh, that that's tweet. right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I was getting messages and calls from people like, are you all right? You know, because everyone knows I was in a, long, in a long-term yeah. relationship. <laughs> and that was just, just those two words were enough to fucking just yeah. be like, what am I doing? And then we were always like, this isn't going to last too long, but here we are, you know, two and a half 100%. years in. Well, and you, and, and yeah. ha- ha- Harley Breen's one it was about doing actual... Uh, he was like, going to be on Neighbors. No, it was a porno. Remember that? He was oh, his do, first one, yeah, because he's... Yeah. He, yeah, I he's, forget. He's been on a couple times now. His first yeah. one was that he was taking tasteful homoerotic photos, and uh, yeah, you and know, this is his, him and his wife have made world. a decision that this is where you know he wants to celebrate his sexuality, and yeah. he's talked to his wife, and they're all comfortable. But it was so yeah. sincere, and it also again, it sounds like something that you oh, go, yeah. Holly, yeah. yeah, he might probably do it. <laughs> Well, to play into your guys' show a little bit, as when we had Dave O'Neill on, we uh, did like a fake image that he was going to appear on Celebrity Biggest Loser, right? Wow. And uh, people just 
fucking bought it. You know, like everyone just believed it. They're like, oh, I didn't realize it's not even a real show. But people are like, that checks out. You know, yeah. Dave's overweight and he's desperate. So Yeah, he's, he's fat, he's funny, and he needs the cash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I, mean, I mean, most of us are at least two of those three things right but now. I, so. I, I, oh, I yeah. kept fo- that should be the name of the show, really. <laughs> I, <laughs> I kept falling for it all the time, but it was always when me and Mike were at gigs. And it actually, like, you were surprised because every time I, like, I'd be, like, about to MC, or it's usually you'd be out to MC. I'd be like, I remember once I just turned to Mike and just go, oh, mate, is, is Kappa okay? I saw her there he was in hospital. And he went, it's a phone hack, dickhead. And then I'd run on yeah. stage thinking, shit, I've been worried about Kappa for the last, like, five minutes. I I don't like spoiling it in comments, but I would always, I have, like, a running thread with you and Kappa uh, where I go, this, please tell me this is you guys, you know? I'll, I'll screenshot oh, something and send it. But I hate when people comment in the thing. Going phone hack. I'm like, fucking yeah. come on. Well, because I think people think that's part of the game is that if they can pick it. But the worst thing you can do is comment phone hacks on a legit earnest post. <laughs> someone, because... <laughs> I didn't think of that. It just that ruins so their true. day. Yeah. The that joy. is so true. You, you really kill the earnest post. The that's earnest funny. post is, yeah. is Hopefully. now... <laughs> That's so good. That's my. That's my. If that's my legacy, I'm fine with it. If that's the oh, one thing I've done wow. for social media, but the, is... the idea that you do something over like a death in the family, and then someone's like phone hacks, and you've got all these old people in the sixties going, what, what, what? Who's hacked? What's going on? Is everything okay? <laughs> What's a phone? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> oh, so man. brutal. But but thanks for coming, man. We've uh, we have definitely been talking, uh, thinking of having you for a while. You're one of the rare comedian uh, breeds who uh, is funny and in shape <laughs> because it's oh. like, and consistently in shape as well. But, yeah, but not good genes. But not yeah. Good genes. That's all it is. Do you reckon it's the genes? <laughs> well, I'm very, I'm very excited to talk about Mike's genes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we share, we share some lineage. Yeah. Really. Yeah, yeah, you're both so, Jewish. I, mean, it's, I don't know. Who what, would have guessed? Dilruk Jai Singh Stan. Jai Stan. Bill's got the Sri Lanka. Jai Singh Yeah, you got the Sri Lankan flag in the background, and That's I'm sure it. just next to it is a Star of David. Yeah. Checks out. Um, but I don't know, man. I don't, like, I think. Yeah, definitely fitness. Because we have nothing. I mean, I don't have kids or family. So as a full-time comedian, there's no excuse not to be exercising during the day. Oh, I like Besides that one. Over, I like I guess, that. That's, that, that's yeah. good. Well, what I want to kick off with is you told me years and years ago, I would say maybe four or five years ago, you told me the principles of intermittent fasting. And I don't know if it, if it had a term at that yeah. point. So refresh my memory, you used to have like, you wouldn't really eat breakfast, would you? No, I mean, well, that's it. It was really just skipping breakfast and also, um, you know, sleeping till 1030 or 11 a.m. helps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, the, I mean, I know you're only afforded that if, if, you know, you're a night shift worker, a comedian or or depressed. But I was uh, I was two of those things. Um, and. It was just skipping breakfast, and then even if I ate anything around midday, I would just have a banana and a green tea and then 
go work out or play tennis, whatever, and then just have a have a smoothie or something when I got home. So it was um, uh, not a lot of food, and then usually just one big meal either before a gig or when I got home after a gig. So yeah, it was it was never like oh I'm not going to eat for sixteen hours or or whatever people. The yeah. mo- that's the most popular one I think now is the sixteen yeah. hour sixteen uh, yeah. break. But it was, but it was just like I never felt hungry in the morning because I never would get up and eat straight away. I feel like people train themselves to be hungry straight away in the morning, whereas I've just never had that craving, really. And so, what? but that's the thing. It's like, I would have thought that you, you know, um, given the Sri Lankan, uh, that, I mean, again, if we didn't establish it already, you're half Sri Lankan, your mom's side. Uh, I, I was, it just yeah. blows my mind that you have such control because even when I met your mom for the first time, the first thing she said to me is you should come over yeah. for a meal and I'll make you some great curry oh, or yeah. whatever. Like it's such a part <laughs> of Sri Lankan culture to just feed people that it somehow skipped yeah. you. Well, my brother is a big fat fuck, <laughs> if that helps. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I swear I'll admit it. I had that in my head to say, but I was trying to find a way yeah. to, uh, to talk about family. Because <laughs> I knew I knew you've referenced your brother on stage before. And I'm like, so it's obviously you're kind of an anomaly in the family. <laughs> Older or younger? Yeah, he's older. He's older. He was the guy and like... I. Dill knows this. I've tried to write a bit about it for years, how he was the dude that would wear a T-shirt in the pool um, every throughout our entire childhood. And it just made it worse because it's just clinging to his heat hits. It's not about everyone else. It's about your own securities getting into that pool with a T-shirt going, no one can see yeah. anything. <laughs> I know. My, my, hand, my, face, my yeah. face is but in my hand. But it's not an invisibility cloak. <laughs> no one can see me. No one. But I mean, I, I'll put my hand oh, up. God. I used to do the same thing. I used to do the same thing. And I don't know where that comes yeah. from. I don't know who says suggested because Mike is spot on. It kind of makes it worse. It kind of brings more attention to yeah. you. And and the thing that makes it even worse on top of that is if people if if, if people question a large guy in a pool wearing a t-shirt, going, "Why are you wearing a t-shirt?" You're like, "Mate, no sunscreen." I'm saving. Yeah. I'm saving money. I'm not worried. Like you just come up with every bullshit excuse under the sun. Well, not if you're a brown Sri Lankan man who doesn't <laughs> doesn't burn. <laughs> I think it's a boobs thing. I reckon for yeah. me it might have been a boobs yeah, thing. Exactly. It makes it worse. To me, like, it makes it worse. Yeah, yeah, because it forms around the boobs, and then like you're just seeing every fold and wrinkle, you know. It's and a it's wet just like to me, it draws. Yeah, exactly. The saddest wet t-shirt competition <laughs> of all time. And to me, it draws attention in a negative... It's like a bald guy in a convertible, right? You're just accentuating yeah, your fucking yeah. insecurity. Yeah. <laughs> and and what, what, what's brutal about it is like 40 kilos down, I still haven't lost it. Like I still will wear a shirt that might be slightly snug. And even though it's just a little yeah. bit... More, now, nowadays, it's only a little bit on the side. I still feel that exact same weird like that that shame i had when i was 125 kilos because it doesn't matter what size it is as long as it's there it's still in your brain and it's like i'm like oh fuck (laughs) when's this gonna go how many more kilos before that finally goes away (laughs) (laughs) the man boobs so oh yeah so my brother has always kind of struggled with his weight uh and 
my sister maybe a little bit too but i guess for i was always pretty act i was a little skateboarding punk piece of shit and you know stayed active i guess doing that played baseball and some sports in high school but um i don't know like she obviously the sri lankan uh nature like you said is to just feed and feed and feed Mm. and i definitely grew up eating a ton of curry but Mm. i just never never blew out for whatever reason and it's yeah but i'm starting to get that skinny fat kind of thing especially in this lockdown you know, where it's just like everything else is, you know, the muscles are starting to wither, but then it's just the midsection is just blowing out right. and that anaconda uh, digesting a warthog I don't know about style. you, Ben, yeah. but that makes me so happy <laughs> to hear <Right>. it. <laughs> Mate, it's, it's, I, I, but this is the thing, I struggle because like a lot of people, like both of you, because both of you don't have children, you've kind of, you kind of looked look after your weight but occasionally like i've been seeing other dads in the neighborhood and it's like it's the second lockdown we're kicking in and even some of them are like i give up i'm gonna become the fattest cunt in the world like you just see them just <laughs> going we can't we can't walk out we can't i'm trapped at home i'm just gonna eat everything and i'm trying so hard this time around to go no 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 i'll pretend i'm single i'll lock myself in a fucking laundry like i am now and just go everything's cool everything will be fine but fuck it's so not Do you fair Sorry to pause on Mike for a sec, but yeah. uh, but Ben, do you actually want to tell the listeners a bit about your background because it's the first time we're doing it like this. Uh, so I'm currently uh, I'm uh, I'm currently in our laundry because uh, we are about to go to stage four lockdown, uh, and no, we're in it now. That's right. So well, I, I was going to say, I was like, we're about in to. It. <laughs> are you in the Are you in the yeah. past? No, but, <laughs> somehow <laughs> this is like that uh, movie frequency. <laughs> this is the thing like so usually we'd record in the evening which we're doing now but if i was to go to the studio now it'd be after curfew and even though the studio is only a kilometer away from my house i was just not the idea of getting pulled over by the police and going i'm coming back from work oh what are you doing a podcast um oh yeah Uh, uh, what is it called fitbit mate here's sixteen hundred dollars and fuck off that's what i was (laughs) that's what i was trying (laughs) to avoid but now it's we've just got mattresses delivered for the new bunks for the kids so i'm in the laundry with washing hanging above me and then two mattresses on either side of me with all these bed sheets behind me like it it does feel like a studio but also it just smells like a a laundry and i uh, feel somewhat uncomfortable knowing that my partner is probably listening to this going oh yeah oh yeah see what he did there made up that story again i'll go fuck yourself <laughs> she um, just thinks you go into the laundry to fucking rant I, I to know. nobody she, you've like I'm expecting it. lockdowns cracked <laughs> i'm expecting her to stick her head in and just go well maybe you do the washing for once you're like oh, come on I'm <laughs> instead of those 60 pairs of socks that you do once every three months or whatever which uh, is coming up very very soon um you know um, that's true mike he actually admitted that that he has 60 pairs of socks 60 is it is that the number yeah it's about 60 probably a bit more now but i've got 60 pairs of socks why so many socks because i then i so i i because I, I i wear one when i go running uh and then or i play squash uh not anymore and then one pair through the day and i don't like washing once a week socks so i just save it up every couple of months and then do the whole hog i mean just admit that you're using it to clean the <laughs> cum off your belly oh, oh i'm not denying that there's definitely another three pairs under the bed that you just off on before you go to sleep 
until yeah. it goes absolutely hard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. I, I got to say, I never, I never did that as a teenager. Socks was never the thing for me to go to. It was always tissues. Yeah, because you didn't really? care about the environment. We get it. Oh, I think I tried this terrible fucking stand-up joke once where I said the closest my mom will ever come to having grandkids oh. is the socks <laughs> she joke. used to find under my bed. <laughs> and then people were just like, that's disgusting. That's not like funny. A frame, <laughs> like a like, frisbee right, yeah. by the end of it. But um, also, when you, oh, yeah. when you used to tell that joke, you'd see a lot of guys go, yeah, I'm one of them, until they look at the girlfriends looking at them going, don't be proud of that. <laughs> back to you mike though so yeah you were pretty sporty as a kid and then what but now tennis is tennis your main go-to fitness thing and when did that start uh well i played tennis probably as a a little bit as a kid but my um i had another brother who was so insanely good at tennis and it made me quit i don't know if you've had sibling rivalries in your family where they're so good at something you just refuse to do it really so, um, see my brother yeah, my yeah. brother is funnier than me and he just doesn't have my insecurities of wanting other people to know it so him being funnier has yeah. actually spurred me on to become a professional comedian to go well yeah you're funny in front of mom and dad but i can do it in public <laughs> <laughs> see but i mean that's a talent you know if he's shy then fuck him that's his problem <laughs> you know but um yeah so tennis i just stopped playing until probably my mid-20s and then uh, i got a real a pretty close friend in sydney who uh plays all the time and he got me back into it and then um yeah pre-lockdown i was it was really the only thing yeah i had i had to do anymore so it was um it's a shame that's gone. I'm low mass. I'm sure you feel the same way about racquetball. Like it's fucking. But it is. You think? But at least tennis will. Yeah. At least tennis will still be there when you come back. I've got a feeling there ain't going to be a squash court left when we come out of lockdown because there was only a handful of them left. Like, and it makes no sense to keep yeah. a, a squash court because a squash court is the same size as, as a fucking townhouse. So I reckon uh, if there's yeah. anything left uh, that hasn't been knocked down yet, but I do, I do miss it. I, I miss just cardio that is uh, is a game. But that's it's just the that's fun. It's the, it's the yeah. best thing. Yeah, exactly. That's why I mean, jo- I mean, I know Dill, you jog, but I just can't. I find it so tedious. It's, it like it's boring. the most boring shit. Yeah, I don't know. I just can't find a way. Even if you're listening to podcasts, whatever, I don't know. I just find it just too uh, too monotonous or it's repetitive or whatever, but I just can't get into it. It's interesting you bring it up. It's like the second or third time someone I'm speaking to about it this week, about how running, whenever someone says they don't like running, I totally get it. I 100% actually understand why it's not someone's preferred method of fitness or cardio. And I had to sort of explain the reason I like it is purely a psychological thing. Because for me, two years ago, the idea of running was so torturous, like a 10 minute walk sounded painful, that to me now every run is like a victory lap going, oh, fuck, I can't believe I got to that point where I actually can run. So for me, (laughs) and, and it's like, I've looked at so many YouTube clips and stuff about HIIT workouts, like a 10 minute HIIT workout has more fat burning qualities than half an hour on the treadmill or half an hour of running. So it's actually a quite an inefficient way of, of burning fat. But for me, it's just like, Oh fuck. Like it's just a nice 
reminder that yeah. I fucking put the work in and I got there, you know? <laughs> it's, it's a more of a cycle. <laughs> and it's so different for me because me, it's just half an hour of freedom. It's running away <laughs> from family commitments. I literally yeah. run. It, yeah. It's like you're running away going, it's gone. It's, it's over. It's finished. And then yeah. you get to the 2.5K mark and you're like, I got to run back. Yeah, well, then I guess it's convenient with lockdown because what else can you do? Like we've actually, um, we moved to Richmond and we're right near the MCG and everything. So we've been using the steps. There's so many steps. Oh, and so it's a hit workout. We just go and run the steps for 10 minutes and absolutely wrecked at the end of it. But it's just a 10 minute just kind of sprint up and down these massive steps. Oh, and these are been, the ones at, at the G, the steps at the G? Yeah, the oh, G. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. cool. They oh, used that's to, really they, cool because you're kind of outdoors yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For people who don't know, that's a place where they used to play Australian rules football. It was a big stadium. And a, and a, and a game called cricket. Uh, yeah. That's cricket, where the C um, comes from. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. I, 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 the, I, I've started doing sort of the hit workout in the in the backyard because now lockdown's even harder. Like at least you could go out for a walk or for a run, but now because this next six weeks it's just an hour. But then also you got to make up that decision where do you take your kids out for an hour and one of you does yeah. it, and then the other person takes the decision to do the exercise for that hour. Now the question is whether you could, you know, who's going to determine how many hours you've done a day? But if you're going to follow up by the law, you get one hour each. So it's sometimes like. I look at my kids and go, nah, today it's daddy's time to like, <laughs> go outside. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, too, like, man. You, yeah. you can go in the backyard. I'm going to do some laps up and down the Merry Creek. But like, it's yeah, that's what it's come to, which is a pretty, pretty crazy. Uh, but, you know, that's what we've got to do. Keep the numbers down. Flat well, the curve. I, but I think I... I I do agree with the, the the guys in the neighborhood that you were talking to because the first lockdown, um, uh, my partner and I were doing like sets of 35. So at 9 a.m. we would do 35 sit-ups, 35 push-ups, yep. 35 squats. And then at 11 a.m. we would do 35 whatever crab walk, you know, just like glute bridges. And so just sets like that all through till 5 p.m. So whatever, four four sets a day and then that was like for the first few weeks of that the first lockdown but at that point lockdown was still novel and everyone was yeah. like oh right. you know, we're gonna right. be shredded and ripped by, by the end of it and then once restrictions started easing we obviously stopped that the gym kind of reopened for a while but the second lockdown we're like yeah do you want to do 35s or do you want to split this box of cheeses <laughs> the cheeses fucking win you know what i mean like that's winning this time <laughs> and yeah so what's been the go-to kind of snacking and and binge eating or vices in iso at the moment falafels man uh i made the mistake of uh we visited a place in Morabin called usa food i've tried to um, go there i can't because i don't have my driver's license i can't get there because public <laughs> transport was a nightmare but i've, I've I, I look at their catalog yeah. once every six months and go fuck i need to go there dude it's amazing but like so when, when we went there and it was like you know i was like a kid in a literal candy store it's like what i grew up eating you know like all the unhealthiest american shit 
that turns Americans into the size that they are, right? It's like cinnamon toast crunch and ranch sauce and Cheez-Its and, you know, old school Doritos and, and just like the most sugary Twinkies, the horrible shit for you. But it like it brought back nostalgia. And then the size of the people shopping there were American sized as well. And I remember this guy this guy was mad because buttermilk biscuits were sold out. And, wow. Uh, to, to hear a giant man say buttermilk biscuits in that voice, he was like, he was like, buttermilk, where's a buttermilk biscuit? And it was like the funniest shit. Like, like we had to leave the store because it was the funniest shit ever. But then the dangerous thing is that I found you can just order it online and it gets to your place in like three or four days. Yeah. Oh, so, shit. Yeah. yeah I, I reckon that's dangerous. That's dangerous. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Because the closest, I don't know, Ben, if you've ever noticed, there's this, there's a couple of um, like Seven Elevens and stuff that stack the occasional American uh, cereal, like uh, yeah, Hershey's or Reese's Pieces uh, or the like. Captain yeah. Captain Crunch is probably one of my favorite things I've ever tasted in terms of cereal, and it's oh, so amazing. rare, so yeah. rare to find. And you gotta hand it to Captain Crunch. The crunch does stay crunchy throughout the entire bowl. He really sells what he's put chemically enhanced. That shit is not even it's not even natural at all. Yeah, this shit will survive a <laughs> nuclear holocaust. Like it, it'll be like what they the robots find in you know two thousand years, a, and it'll still not just be a cockroach stand. next to a, a box of Captain <laughs> Crunch. <laughs> What am I, well, then, isn't that the thing about Twinkies? Isn't that in like every zombie apocalypse movie that the Twinkies always survive? That's like a right, yeah, yeah. Twinkies keep. Yeah, they they have the longest shelf life. I think yeah, they'll outlast us all. And dude, and I'm not you know working for USA Foods, but get on their website after this is done. <laughs> I've, and, I've already written it down. <laughs> it's become my. It'll be my most visited uh, site after Gmail and OnlyFans. Well, it, <laughs> oh man! Like I hadn't, I hadn't had cinnamon toast crunch since I was a kid, and when I had it the other day, I was like, I can't believe my parents let me have well, this shit. Well, this you know, is it's, this is yeah. a good thing. Let me actually genuinely start listing. So I've never heard of cinnamon. What's it? Cinnamon crunch. Cinnamon toast crunch. It's a cereal, which is just the, one of the like you just eat it as a dessert now. Okay. But like kids pour full cream milk on it, and then. What later in life argue <laughs> about buttermilk biscuits? You know, like it's it's buttermilk insane. Bi- buttermilk biscuit is going on the on the on the list. Buttermilk biscuit. But buttermilk. Uh, buttermilk. Get those, man. But buttermilk is uh, also a European thing, is like, do you know what I mean? Like buttermilk, like seems to like because I remember buttermilk biscuits, but from the Dutch perspective, because like I didn't have an, we never had the American food. We just went out to Knox, where there was one Dutch shop yeah. with an old couple where you'd walk in and they'd be like, ah, oh, and you just look for all your favorite biscuits, and then they'd try and hand you some antique yeah. that just looked like shit. And you're like, nah, I'll just take the sweets and head home, guys. Thanks for asking. And, <laughs> and then now, but now yeah. in the supermarket with like in the Coles and Woolies, they've got the international section where it'll have a bit of everything. Yeah. And it's usually, so it's like, it just goes all Asian and, 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 and Indian food, like all in one section. And there's one section where it's, they jam in Dutch, German, uh, Polish. Like it's just, it's a sea of just like, rad, like you, you'll grab a sausage and a biscuit and they're next to each other. <laughs> like it's, oh yeah, totally. So yeah, weird. Just the UN of fat food. Yeah. And the USA it's f- amazing. foods, I remember my friend did do a run once and I managed to get Captain Crunch and a bag of Doritos. The bag was huge. Like, 
your standard yeah. serving is this because I've never been to America. Ben, have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went in 2012. And to be honest, there's not a day or not a week that goes past that I still don't think about it. Like, I loved it. I absolutely loved the stuff. What was the food yeah. like for you when you went to America, Ben? I was going through a severe, severe, uh, uh, having a lot of mental health issues. So I ate everything. <laughs> I absolutely ate everything, uh, everything from In and Out of Burger, which was just like a dollar a burger. Which was, just... Not even, not even In and Out Burger. He was just in and out of a burger, like yeah. literally. <laughs> and then, and then also, like I, I, I just couldn't believe anywhere you went. Like, like I remember going to a place and they had waffles and they said you can put anything on your waffles and I remember I paused for like a little bit too long he's like are you okay and I was like I don't know what to do and he's like I've got you sorted and then he just came back with like bacon and jam and onions and in the end it actually tasted quite gross but I just like it doesn't matter for them like I was just blown away that after a while you can order one main meal in any restaurant in the USA and it's still too much for two people. That's pretty much what it is. Right. Oh, yeah. Portion size is out of control. But, it, but it's I mean, disturbing, it's, though. Uh, like it's, that's what, and that, the, the drinks, though, like even the drinks, like they, they uh, we, I guess, love big gulps. And a big gulp is like a bucket of soda. It's absolutely insane. <laughs> and my partner commented the other day because she watches a ton of uh, American reality TV and she was like, they always have a drink like in their hand, like not alcoholic necessarily, but it's always like a massive bucket of some type of soda. And if you're dumping that much sugar in your face, of course you're going to get huge, you know? So everything is just like, you know, overdone. The proportions are huge. And um, obviously America's, you know, doing really well at the moment. So it all worked out. <laughs> is your, par- your partner's Aussie, isn't she, Mike? Yeah, yeah. She's from Perth. Right, right. Yeah. right. But here's the thing. So that's what I guess one of the more, uh, as someone who lacks self-control or used to really struggle with, you know, resisting and bringing balance into my diet. I uh, And I've, you and I have worked together so many times. We've even done like split bills together and everything. But our diets almost seemed identical at nighttime. Like you, you're my go-to guy sometimes for fried chicken when I want to know about good places of fried chicken. I go to Mike. So oh, yeah. that was one of the more yeah. frustrating things is being a fat guy, talking to a skinny, yeah. like a, a guy in shape about fried food. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I think what separates us must be the, how, what we do in the daytime. Yeah. Because like I said, I'm, I'm sleeping in, I'm not eating really anything yeah. until later that night. And, but and then you, after and gigs, you worked out you, as well. Like that's the other thing. Yeah. You did work out. Yeah, which exactly. I did, I did zero off as well. And yeah. also you were, yeah. you were, you were happy. <laughs> Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you weren't, like, yeah. I think there's something, like, you know, there's, you know, there's a period in your life that you ate dill because, you know, you, you were going through a lot. Like, I think, like, I'm sure you've had moments where you've been up and down, but have you ever turned to yeah. food, Mike, as, like, a complete savior? Like, have you ever gone down that path? Honestly, this this second lockdown is the first time where I've been, like, this is, this is going to be my crutch. This is going to be my... Um, what I look forward to, like we're we're holding ourselves to delivery only once a week, right? Yeah, well, that's something. Um, which I think yeah. is that's something. Yeah. But what the uh, USA Food Store has reinstilled in me, <laughs> which I think um, not a sponsor. Seriously, guys, it's not a sponsor. <laughs> no, this is bad. Like this is bad. Okay. From an outside per- perspective, like you know, I lived there till I was uh, nineteen. Um, the Americans take pizza. And they dip it in like 
buckets of ranch sauce and then ate the pizza, right? That sounds amazing. And I was amazing. I, I grew up <laughs> right, that's what honestly I was thinking. amazing. Yeah, I grew up I grew up doing it and then after a while though, like living here, you know, living overseas and you know, they don't sell the American style ranch sauce in Australia. I was kind of like, is that disgusting? I think it might be disgusting covering your pizza in yeah. salad dressing. <laughs> but then now the the old school ranch we grew up with is being sold at this USA food so i bought like four bottles and now we're getting pizza for delivery every sunday and i'm just drenching it in ranch and i'm like <laughs> I'm back. I'm back, baby. Yeah. Again, I'm literally writing this down. What's the ranch one in particular? What's the ranch? Uh, you go Wishbone or Ken's. Okay, They're both the, the best. Do you have a, uh, bur- yeah. a barbecue sauce, like a bourbon sauce that you like? Yeah, unfortunately, the one um, uh, that I bought there, I think they sell it at Coles in general, is Stubbs. Like, I grew up in Kansas City where barbecue is king. Is Stubbs and, um, the one with the black dude on it? No, it's it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's Richard so, Stubbs. It's, it's Richard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good old Dick Stubbs. Um, they, yeah. So they didn't sell any of the... <laughs> That's such a weird, weird reference, but like, I love it so much. No, I don't get it. I yeah, love yeah. it. I love it. All the audience will get old, it. They're no Stubbsy. Yeah, they're no Stubbsy. But... um. They didn't sell the Kansas City style barbecue sauce. They only had this uh, South Carolina, which is much more vinegar, um, which I'm not really as into. Um, but if I could get any barbecue sauce, and I could probably order it from the states, um, it would be there's Hayward's or Kansas City Masterpiece. But no one's gonna know what the fuck I'm talking about. But it's uh, they're no. they're the good ones. No, yeah. you'd be surprised, man. You'd be surprised. Yeah. We so have barbecue, a lot though, of the, our that... listeners love to fucking eat. So yeah. would, you're you're in the right you're in the right podcast <laughs> to share this information. Trust me. Um, and did you? What did were you going to say about barbecue? Yeah. Did you when you grew up? Like I'm always fascinated by this after going to the states. And I went to you know I did the whole thing where I went to New York, San Francisco, Vegas. Like I had all the all the, all the stops. But it's the all-you-can-eat buffets, <laughs> which now I guess with COVID yeah. will be long gone after this is if this is finished. But did you ever get into them? Did you did you go on? Yeah, I mean it wasn't uh, in the Midwest. It wasn't as big as it is in places like Vegas, and you know obviously they're cruise ships. They love a buffet on a cruise ship. Um, I we never as a family was it a huge thing, but there was. A few places with the all-you-can-eat buffets. But the crazy thing about the all-you-can-eat buffets in Vegas, it's like $5 to eat all fucking day and for as long as you want. Ama- you know oh, what I mean? Well, oh, there was one where it says, if you're yeah. over 300 pounds, you eat for free. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, neon lights. Yeah. And, like, there were people, like, in motorized yeah. scooters just heading in there because they're so fat they can't walk anymore. So they get those scooters. Oh and man! It was just, so do they weigh you before? I mean, obviously those people they're like you look three hundred pounds, but is there someone who's like you know maybe could be three hundred? They're like getting them to stand on a scale. Well, they're the same. They're also <laughs> the, they're also the same people who aren't going to the helicopter rides to go to the Grand Canyon because they wouldn't be allowed on that chopper. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <I> didn't chopper. <laughs> <laughs> that was so fucking good. Oh. oh. That- <laughs> Because like, oh, yeah. I remember, I know if yeah. I talked about this on the pod, but I was there was they um they had these Aussie 
Aussie American bars in in Amsterdam, and they had all you could eat ribs. And then they were like, you know, it's Dutch people; they'll eat like you know three or four racks, and you know, it's just a gimmick. And then eventually one day, that an American guy came in who ate twenty two. But then while he finished after the twenty two, uh, the twenty second rack, he then had a heart attack and died. And I think they, you know, sued the place <laughs> and then had to shut them all oh, down. Shit. But it's just like, wow. but yeah, exactly. But like I, that's why I was when I was in Vegas and I was just like, I remember walking in and just watching these these people eat. And I was that was the heaviest I'd ever been. Like I think I was nearly one thirty, and just but then I was felt skinny watching just a herd of fat people eat. But I would just sit there with my and, I, and this is no. <laughs> of a lie, one of those long margarita things, you know, those long margarita things yeah. you can carry around. And I was just there in a the restaurant, just yard glass, yeah, just the yard glass, like a loser, just watching fat people eat. Anyway, good times, good times, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, yeah just, totally. Just to put a pin on the uh food chat, uh, just quickly though, like, because Mike, you've told me that compared to the chicken wings and fried chicken in general in America, like. Australia gives it a fair crack, but it's nowhere near as how much you love your fried chicken from home. What is the one, yeah. say, in Melbourne that comes closest to, you know, American-style fried chicken? Well, so, like, one of my, outside of just Kansas City barbecue, the kind of my uh, biggest, I guess, vice, food unhealthy food-wise, was buffalo wings yeah. as well growing up. Um, which is another just delivery system for ranch and blue cheese yeah. dressing for yeah, most, yeah. you know. But I found for years in Australia, you'd see buffalo wings on the menu and it would be just nowhere near. It was just a fried wing and some kind of shitty sauce that they was not the, the buffalo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, red for some reason. And um, it was years before, I mean, now, especially, in, I think Melbourne started the trend of doing American comfort food. And so um, just in the past couple of years, really, I found a, a few places that do proper buffalo wings. Uh, one I was really impressed with was Easy. Can I just ask, uh, why is it called yeah. Buffalo Wings? It's from that place. Uh, it was. Uh, yeah, Buffalo, New York is where they, it started. See, yeah, because for years, I, like many of us, I just thought it was made out of buffalo. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah, yeah. you and, uh, you and yeah. Jessica Simpson, she she was famous for, for saying that buffalo wings come from and, a buffalo because she, she's a fucking moron <laughs> as well. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Ben, that Tur- Turkish people aren't actual turkeys, right? Like that's... Uh, Buffalo wings, unless unless you are from the states or that you've had them. Like it wasn't until I actually had them, I was like, and look, I'll admit it. I went, gee, they're chicken. Like I, I said it out loud. Right? Yeah. But so it comes from a place <laughs> called, called Buffalo. Buffalo. Is that yeah. it? We've got Buffalo, upstate New York. Uh, yeah. And so Easy's, you reckon, do a good fried chicken? Man, well, because we were, uh, oh, I was impressed with the the they actually had the buffalo sauce, right? And that's what makes it different than just a small drumette fried chicken wing is the actual sauce and there's a way of preparing it uh, they don't flash fry it but it's a uh, it's like a crunchiness that <laughs> i'm getting so yeah. so specific on how uh, no, buffalo but, wings should be uh, uh, yeah. but this is why i want you on this pod yeah yeah because <laughs> yeah. so I, should... I can't relate to you being fit all your life talk to me about the shit that we have in common a <laughs> love of fried chicken <laughs> yeah so it should have a, a Good level of spiciness. It should be it should be crunchy, um, but not have the batter like the batter should be properly connected. Right. Oh, I thought we lost L- Lomas there for yeah, a no, second. He's back. Yeah, you yeah, still he's here? Back. Yeah. I'm back. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess in Melbourne, I could recommend Easy's. Um, Did you ever do gigs at Kodiak Club a... that Carl Woodbury used to run? Kodiak Club used to have some yeah, they. Wings. They did. They prided themselves on that on their wings, and they came pretty close. It was it was good, and like always trusted if there's like an expat American working right. at the place. Um, but they shut down. The Kodiak yeah. Club actually. Uh, Capper and I were meant to be doing a live phone hacks at the Kodiak Club, and then um, two days before, for whatever reason, Capper checked the website, and they said closed <laughs> until further notice. <laughs> And then he, he somehow got a hold of the guy and he was like, oh, yeah, we forgot to tell you before we, <laughs> we shut down. There's there's nothing going on. Were you, yeah. I don't know if you worried at some point whether that was a hack by them, like a phone hack. That they put <laughs> we trust no one yeah. anymore. Yeah, tr- trust nobody. Do you make any sorry, comfort? Go ahead. Sorry, mate. Do you make any comfort food yourself? Like like if you, if, like fried chicken or anything like that? Do you have a go-to? Uh no, I mean, I guess Melbourne's great, as you guys both know, for kind of delivery options. Mm. And because we're in Richmond, we get all the Fitzroy options, and then also everything on Chapel Street yeah. is available to us. So um, I don't know. I've never really cooked anything, and I'll just kind of wait. And we've been on the um, HelloFresh and Marley Spoon thing for the pretty much most yeah, of this year, and those are good. We've yeah. been doing them as well. Yeah. Have you paid for a box uh, yet? I, well, no, I've been told that if you just keep using a different email address, you keep getting the fucking free deals. We're, right? we're up to box nine. Come on. <laughs> People, listeners, uh, send me some codes, and I and I honestly was going to use it, but I never got around to it. So those lovely listeners who sent it, can you send it to me again, please? Because I genuinely, now I'm ready for it. Because now the, I'm ready. I because, was, yeah. because the codes run out, and then if you resend it. But I'll tell you what. Uh, my email address just has so many numbers next to it now, and it's uh, it's worth 120 bucks every time. <laughs> that seems like a really bad business plan, HelloFresh, but all right. Um, all yeah. right. To, well, to to wrap up, just one final topic that I love to chat about always is uh, uh, in terms of vices and stuff. Like Ben and I obviously have, uh, you know, quit drinking in the last couple of years. How are you going with booze in general, but also since lockdown, how, where are you at with that? Man, uh, I was saying to my partner the other day that this year has been the least amount of drinking and masturbating I've ever done. <laughs> it's like that's uh, because you're yeah. not on tour. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, that's one hundred percent the reason, man. <laughs> so your hydration levels are through the roof between lack of alcohol and less masturbating. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So it's like crazy <laughs> that in lockdown, even though, you know, I said all the junk food stuff, uh, in those respects, it's like the most healthiest and, and you know, probably, I don't want to say productive, but yeah, just, wow. just not no vices that I've ever been, you know, because I, you know, obviously live with my partner and I don't like, she's on a work call in here. I don't want to be discreetly trying to jack it on the couch, you know? <laughs> and then, and then she's like, she's like, well, <laughs> yeah. And she's like, well, why don't you, why don't you, why don't you do it in the shower? And I was like, well, cause then my knees buckle and I'll take the curtain down. And, and you whole fight. Thing. Don't you forget know, you fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I don't have sixty pairs of socks to fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but also, 
Also, the shower thing, though. Like, I'm always like, I don't want to keep tapping into, like, the Dream Team, you know, memory. I, I have a phone for that reason, right? Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, terrible. Uh, oh, oh, God. Oh, God. That is, that, I could not yeah. think of a better note to wrap up on, honestly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. So, in that sense, boozing-wise, yeah, lockdown's been good. Like, I am having a, yeah, right. a whiskey right now while I talk to you guys. But it's just, like, one a night, if, if that. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Even, even with no gigs, because, as you know, you do gigs and you just like you get five drink tickets or whatever and you just tear through them in the night and then just push on so yeah yeah um what do you have what 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 do you have to plug so we've talked about phone hacks podcast it's obviously available on or any platform oh dude for whatever reason yeah i don't have any gigs at the moment i'm performing to my stuffed animals on the bed every night that's sad (laughs) and uh yeah just the phone hacks podcast you're very funny on uh your online jokes are very good you're oh yeah at mike gstein on twitter and then comedy mike goldstein facebook and instagram sweet Yes, but sadly, uh, we do have to wrap it up. Uh, but, um, yeah, we uh, we do have plugs still. Uh, of course, we do have Patreon. Uh, we've had quite a few new uh, Patreon listeners, and it's uh, it's going off. I'm enjoying the content because uh, I'm doing it. Um, but, Dil, where can our Patreon listeners go, or people who want to become Patreon? Uh, yeah, so Patreon. Uh, so it's... Uh Patreon.com slash FitBetPod is where you can help and uh, and become a squash dog so you can get those bonus Patreon episodes. But also, uh, yeah, as usual, my uh, Amazon special, Bundle of Joy, is on Audible and Amazon Prime. So please go check those things out. Uh, but uh, thank you, everyone, uh, for your love and support on the FitBetPod Instagram. Uh, ben, you got a lovely lot of bunch of birthday wishes, which was really nice to see. So, yeah. so lovely to get so many <laughs> birthday wishes under um, yeah tricky circumstances. But yes, thank you everyone who uh, slid into my DMs and wished me happy birthday. Um, it was really nice. It was uh, you know all our listeners uh, got on board and celebrated. Shout out to one listener who uh, said, "Hey, welcome uh, to Club Forty and enjoy getting your prostate checked," which is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, good luck to all of us in stage four and good luck to everyone else. Uh, Stay safe. Thanks, Mike. Mike Awesome. Mike, thanks again, buddy. Bye.